Welcome to Training Room Talk, where we discuss all things performance, rehab, and education. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Training Room Talk. I'm Dr. John Harding here with Rob Rubina. How are we doing? Um, we have, uh, and Alex Stewart, our student currently. How's it going? Um, and then we are also here with special guest today, Mike White. Um, Mike is a current student at James Madison University. Um, Mike, I'll let them kind of, I'll let you give the background. Um, but Mike is a, a special, a special case, um, smart guy. He's doing lots of good stuff down at JMU. Um, he's working in their strength and conditioning program. He's just got accepted to be a GA and, um, Mike, I'll tell you, I'll let you, you tell them the rest. Give them some background. So, uh, hey, thanks for having me on. I'm Mike, like John said. I'm a senior kinesiologist student at JMU. been working with uh, Olympic sports strength and conditioning for the past three years. I'm going to be the graduate assistant in the fall. Um, and I'm going to be studying exercise physiology is what it seems like. been uh, doing some research in the human performance lab for the last year and a half as well. So, like, just look into the uh, academia side as well as the practical application side of everything. And just happy to be here. I've been a powerlifter for six years as well, so have that experience. So, the reason we're having Mike on is because we wanted him to kind of give us the background and, um, like, his experiences as a college um, strength and conditioning intern, um, how that fits in with the academics, just to give um, some of you who may um, be looking into majoring kinesiology and being a strength and conditioning coach and to what some of the process might be as you enter college, um, getting set up with some of the internships and then what that life looks like um, once you're doing um, some, some student strength and conditioning interning at um, a D- division one school, right? Yeah. So, um, like, tell us about how, like, um, your process as you entered school, as you um, looked to become an intern with strength and conditioning. Yeah. So, um, actually, when I first got to James Madison, I was a computer science major. It was not exercise science. I was a pretty, pretty miserable student. So, I ended up changing to something that I was actually passionate about, being exercise science. Uh, and in the fall returning from my sophomore year, I sent the head strength and conditioning coach an email asking if I could come in and volunteer so I could learn. Um, so I started working with the softball team, 5 a.m., a couple of days a week. Um, and it's been one of the best things I've done for myself. Um, it, you know, it's a good way to start your day early. I would get much better start on my academics rather than sleeping until 11 a.m. every day. And um, I've been sticking with it ever since. I've worked with softball and mostly softball the past three years, but kind of touched every team. Uh, I've been at two other schools as well, or one other school, two other programs. I worked with football at JMU for a semester, and I worked at uh, UPenn for a bit. So how'd you get connected with Penn? So you're a student at JMU, um, and I'm assuming, as maybe you would recommend, Rob, um, that you should try many different opportunities at different um, settings, different schools. Um, How did you get connected with Penn, and why did you decide to include that as part of your experience? Yeah, um, so I am originally from the Philadelphia area, and I knew coming home uh, after a year of at, being at JMU that I wanted to continue doing strength and conditioning. So I sent an email out to every single strength and conditioning program that was with a two-hour drive from my house. So I think I sent something like 63 emails. Uh, three people got back to me, one of them being UPenn. And I looked into the staff there. I really liked the staff when I read up more on them. Um, 
they are all also kind of like me in the fact that they all competed in powerlifting for a number of years and I really liked that so I went and interviewed uh, we did phone interview in-person interview and I really liked the facility I really liked the staff uh, and I thought I could learn a lot so I started working with them and it was really great experience for me I learned a lot about um, the practical side of, of programming I had more of this uh, book knowledge from you know my classes but I didn't really put the pen to the paper much uh, so it was really great for me to do that it was an awesome experience so I think you said um, something really interesting in there. You were you prepared to drive two hours each way? Yeah, um, I mean my commute to UPenn each day ended up being an hour drive to the train station, and then about a forty-five minute train ride in. Um, uh, I would leave my house at noon most days, and I wouldn't get home until a little after ten uh, at night. Okay, so it wasn't necessarily the early mornings at Penn. It was yeah. Was- so during the summers when I was there, it was. Uh, later later evenings except for friday morning so monday through thursday i was there from 3 to 8 p.m but with the way the train schedule worked out i meant leaving my house at noon not getting back until a little after 10 every night and so you reached out to a ton of schools too right yeah Yeah. uh any school that would take me that was willing to invest in me and willing to help me learn i wanted to learn from that's awesome man like just just the sheer volume of emails you sent and the the willingness to travel that kind of distance for an experience is, is commendable. That's awesome. Thanks. Thank you. Um, so you took away what you did. Um, and I think as um, I think all of us would say relationships are everything. So now you have contacts and hopefully, and um, in the strength and conditioning world, especially college, I think most jobs are, are made by the contacts that you have. Right. Yeah, totally. I agree with that. Um, so you formed some contacts at, at Penn with some of their strength coaches Um and now you go back to JMU for your sophomore year? When did you do? Yeah, so it was the summer between my sophomore and junior years when I was at Penn. So I came back to JMU for my junior year of undergrad. And you started interning at JMU your sophomore year? Yeah, yeah. So I already had a year of interning experience. Okay, cool. Um, so was the internship something that you were kind of forced to do, or is it something you kind of wanted to go out on your own? And if it was something you had to kind of go out on your own, why? Why did you choose to? Why, what was making you so determined to try and shoot out all these emails and try and get yourself this learning experience? It's something you, you're not going to get that payoff in the, in the short term, but obviously I just want to hear like kind of your take on that. Yeah. So, uh, totally. I was 100% not a paid intern, um, pay for my own train tickets, all that kind of good stuff. But I just wanted to learn. Um, my parents, they knew I was getting an unpaid internship. So I also had to balance a paid job on top of that where I would work in the mornings and on the weekends, I would work doubles on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so I could pay for my train tickets. Um, I really got the internships because I just wanted to learn. I wanted to be the best coach that I could be. Um, I wanted to be able to, like I had a good grasp about some general powerlifting program, but if you told me to write a program for an athlete, I I would look at you like you had three heads. You know, I was fine interning in the weight room, helping people learn how to, you know, squat, press and pull correctly and do their movements correctly. But when it came down to the ones and twos of writing, you know, sports performance programs, it was something that I was super unfamiliar with. So I just wanted people to essentially impart their knowledge on me. So my whole thing was, I will do whatever work you need to be done for free. uh, If I get some learning in return. So that's, that was my whole thought was, if I want to do this as a job, I want to know as much as I can. I want to be the best coach I can be. And to do that, I need to learn from, you know, in my opinion, who some of the best people were. And I think that's awesome. I think, I mean, we definitely, we've had people um, ask us for internships and we're more than willing. Um, we can't always offer them um, money, but um, I think you, you went in with the right mindset, especially in this field where, um, 
you know, they're spending their time to teach you, right? And and they're doing it for free. They're not making any extra money to teach you. So I think you had the right mindset going into it. As if I if they're willing to give me their time, I'm willing to work a little bit extra on the weekends so that I can get this knowledge that they'll impart on me. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was. I think it was completely worth it. Uh, I learned so much, and it was a great experience for me. It's the grind, man. <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, so you're back at JMU then for your junior year and you're now, um, I know you've done some awesome stuff academically. You have like a patent pending, even with some of the research you've done. Mm. So how are you balancing continuing to intern, um, and you're, um, with your academics and some of the research that you're doing? Yeah. Um, so it hasn't been easy. Uh, it's been kind of like a shift in my whole paradigm of life where, I used to be super unmotivated and didn't really do my schoolwork on time, and uh, I just sucked. So it took a lot of learning. Um, I had a lot of people investing in me, and I thought to myself they wouldn't be investing in me if they didn't see something in me. And I owed it to them to show them um, that they were right. So I kind of just took things more seriously, and things that weren't as important, I kind of pushed to the wayside. Um, I more or less don't really have like a huge social life. I could count on one hand the amount of times I've gone out to the bar in the last year and a half. You know, uh, most 22 year olds in college go out four nights a week. I've probably gone out four times in the last eight months. Um, I use my weekends to get caught up on work because the weekdays I currently right now I'm interning 40 hours a week. I do about 10 hours of research stuff in the lab. Like you mentioned earlier, I'm doing some like patent stuff. I'm trying to launch a product. So that takes about 10 to 20 hours out of my week. And then I'm still in class on top of that. Um, well, you're training too. And I'm training. Yeah. <laughs> you have yeah. a powerlifting competition in six weeks? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Five weeks uh, from, from Saturday. So I'm training on top of that. So there's a lot of stuff that, it, you know, my time management skills really had to come together and I had to trim the fat basically. Stuff that wasn't as important, I had to push to the wayside. So things like, you know, the normal college experience of like partying and going out, I just stopped doing. Um, which I don't mind at all. I don't feel like I've lost anything in my life. Life has been much more fulfilled since I've taken these other things so much more seriously because you really put that much on your plate if it's something you really care about. Um, no one really works for free in multiple jobs if they don't care about what they're doing. You're not going to be miserable doing something for free. That doesn't make sense. You're just going to end up quitting. You're going to have to enjoy what you're doing. So I think that's important as well. The only real reason I can balance all this stuff is because I enjoy every minute of it. I never dread going to the weight room to help people. I never dread going to the lab to help subjects and help the people that I do research for. It's all really great stuff. And even down to my classes, I enjoy every minute of it. Um, so I think once you find what you want to prioritize in your life and what you really, really enjoy, the other stuff that's not important really just gets pushed to the wayside. Yeah. So it sounds like you found your passion. Yeah, uh, for yeah. sure. For sure. Does it feel like it's work when you're there? No, no. Uh, even when I don't have to be there, I'm there. So when I don't even have teams in the weight room, I still just hang out there, talk to other interns, talk to coaches. Um, when their individuals come in and train, I help them. When there are just other interns that come in and work out, I help them. You know, it just it's a good time. I enjoy every minute of it. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, have you been able to spend any time in the private sector at all, or has it always been just college? Yeah, so far, no experience really in the private sector, um, in person at least. I do some online consulting stuff right now for more private sector, um, but I don't work. I've never worked in a private sector facility, um, which I think is an experience I actually am missing out on. So I think it's important 
if you want to be a good coach to work in all kinds of facets. So um, private facility would be cool. I think, especially when you're looking at strength and conditioning as a career, not just like a passion pursuit, private facility might be the way to go. Cause there's a little more potential for money there. Um, and something I'd like to do eventually. Yeah. Um, and then now, so you just told me you just, you applied for, um, you're going to go into graduate school. Yes, sir. Yeah. And you just got accepted to be a GA at yes, JMU too. Yeah. Working for Olympic sports. Nice, man. So, um, what are your plans going into grad school? What, how was that process for anybody that's looking what made you go that route versus trying to get a job right away after school? Yeah. Um, so actually I think I remember having this talk with you about a year ago where I thought I wanted to go to grad school and pursue academia, but then kind of fell out of it. Um, it wasn't really something I was super interested in anymore. But then I had a professor ask me to start helping out with research. And initially I declined because I said, I have no interest in going to grad school, so why would I do that? Um, and then I stayed for the summer to take summer courses before my senior year. Um, so this was only a few months ago. And in that time I helped out in the research lab because I was like, whatever, I'm at JMU anyway for the next eight weeks. They need some help, I'll help them out. And I kind of fell in love with academia, like the helping in the lab and collecting data, analyzing data, stuff like that. It was really, really cool. So I thought, you know, maybe, maybe graduate school's for me. Maybe I'll, I'll try it. I'll at least entertain the thoughts some more. Um, and I had a couple of professors in the exercise science department that really were pushing me to stay. Um, and then I got offered the graduate assistantship before I even applied for grad school. You know, my mentor, Christian, he, pretty much said, if you want to do grad school, um, I want you to be my graduate assistant. You're my first choice. So I said, all right, why not? What's, what's there to lose? You know, I'm staying and doing, studying more of the stuff that I love, which is the exercise science, the physiology, that stuff's really, I think, fascinating. Um, and the job that I'm doing will pay for it. So I don't have to, you know, saddle up all this debt to get a graduate degree because the job that I genuinely care to do is going to pay the bill for me. So I, I kind of didn't have anything to lose. And I'm actually really excited that I got in because I didn't think I would uh, be able to get in. So pretty happy about that. That's awesome, man. Um, so that's another two years? Yeah, the exercise physiology degree is two years, yeah. And then you think you get a job or you're going to go PhD? Um, I don't know. So we'll probably cross that bridge when it comes to it. Uh, Dr. White sounds pretty cool. It's something I've always been fascinated by. I think what'll be really telling is if how much I enjoy doing my own thesis. So the research I've been doing has been helping other grad students with their thesis. Um, so I think if I really enjoy doing my own, maybe PhD is something I want to do. Maybe I'll be tired of school and say, screw this, I'm just going to go get a job. Um, some people say that, they say, screw this, I'm just going to get a job. And then they're jobless for tears and go back and go get a PhD. So yeah. maybe I'll fall into that boat, who knows? Nice. So what are, what are some um, recommendations or words of wisdom that you would have maybe for uh, like a two-part question, maybe for the high school kid who's thinking, who likes to work out with, with Rob and they're um, thinking about exploring a path to like being a strength coach in college. And then second part is what's your words of wisdom for maybe the kid looking for an internship in school and then, um, you know, going from there. Yeah. Um, so first and foremost, if you're trying to go into college, looking into strength and conditioning, start getting experience as soon as you can, because, uh, we find this a lot with interns that work with us is 
yeah, you enjoy lifting weights and you think lifting weights is cool. And the thought of being a strength coach is cool. But once you have to start waking up at 4 a.m. and you're staying in the office until 6 p.m., at least in the collegiate setting, it's something I'm still doing. You might not enjoy it as much. Um, while you're doing a small internship at school for a couple credits and you're only there for three hours a week, yeah, it's really fun. You get to hang out with a bunch of 20 year old dudes, more or less, and just hang out. Um, so I, I think it's starting to get some real experience. So more than just you show up at one in the afternoon, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, like be there as much as you can. If they have an early team, be there for the early team. Um, that's something I'm weirdly thankful for is that I started with the 5 a.m. team working with softball. Um, because I figured if I'm getting out of bed at 4 a.m. a couple of days a week to go do this job for free and I'm fired up to go do this, this is something I should follow. This is something I should really do. Um, so that's a really good way to find out if it's really something you want to do or not. Because I think what's more important than finding out things that you're interested in is finding out things that you hate. So if you think collegiate strength and conditioning is something you want to do, but you can't deal with getting up at 5 a.m., collegiate strength and conditioning, unfortunately, is not for you. Um, you got to be used to getting up early. So I think gathering that experience pretty much as soon as you can. If that's something that you think you want to do, just even a couple days a week, try it. Um, commit to it for three or four months, see if you really, really enjoy it. And if not, that's fine. If you do enjoy it, even better. Um, so I think that's, that's important. And then if you're already in undergrad and you want to help out, more often than not, no strength coach is going to say no to you. Um, it's probably going to suck the first couple months you're there because they have to get a feel for who you are as a person and as a coach. Don't expect to just show up, you know, show up and be able to start writing programs to everyone. Um, that's more often than not not how it works. It took me three years of showing up every day before I could assist writing programs. Um, so I think, like, it kind of what I just mentioned is getting that experience really, really soon. No one's going to say no to free help. Um, just go into it thinking, like, I know nothing. And the person I'm here to learn under is going to teach me. And if they don't teach you, obviously find a new internship because that sucks. If they're not imparting anything on you, it's not worth your time. But go there and essentially be a dry sponge and soak up as much information as you can and ask a ton of questions. Don't just be, as my boss calls it, a human cone. Don't just stand in the weight room. Don't sit there and do nothing. Um, and please don't take out your phone. That looks really, really bad. Um, ask questions, not only to the coaches, but other interns that have maybe been there for a while or that have a different skill set than you. Like there are some interns that are weightlifters. I don't know anything about Olympic weightlifting. So I ask them a ton of questions. You know, I ask a bunch of questions about why certain strength coaches will program a certain movement uh, versus something else. And you don't think you know everything because you don't, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of coaches that know something that you don't know. So try and find out what they, they know that you don't and really take advantage of the time, especially as a student where you can work for free. Like everyone wants to get this experience, but after you graduate college, it's kind of hard to find a time where like, Hey, I can spend six hours a week working for someone else for free and more or less not getting any immediate return on investment. You know, as a 20 year old, when you're living in a college town and essentially living in a dorm, more or less, you're on campus anyway, you know, just get up a couple hours earlier and go help out. Um, so just get experience, learn as much as you can, read books. Don't just listen to Chad Leslie Smith videos online, yeah. even though he's good, actually read something. Yeah. And it sounds like you created a lot of your own opportunities too. I know all of us here, myself, Rob, Nick, Alex have all, um, 
create a lot of opportunity for myself just by reaching out to people. Um, and you got, you essentially got 60 no's out of the 63 emails that you sent, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so don't be afraid to reach out. And, and I know all of us appreciate people who ask questions more than, um, people that just stand in a corner and don't involve themselves. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think any of us at this table, um, you know, think anybody's asking too many questions right. to be honest. Most of the time it's not enough. Right. Yeah. Totally agree with that. Um, so cool. Thank you for your insight, Mike. Uh, hopefully this is helpful to those of you um, looking to take on college strength and conditioning on as um, a career. Um, I know, Mike, you want to share any social media so they can reach out to you if you're... Yeah, yeah. Um, the only thing I really ever use is Instagram. So it's my Instagram handle is at mike.ryan.white. Um, you can find me on there. I'll answer all your questions you want. My email is probably on there as well. So get in contact with me. I'd be happy to chat with anyone that wants to talk. So yeah, that's where you can find me. And if you want um, powerlifting programming, he currently has an 1,800 total. That had to <laughs> almost, come up at some point. 18. Yeah. Um, so, so he knows what he's doing with powerlifting, even though he doesn't know Olympic lifting at all. Yeah, weightlifting, uh, reach out to someone else. Powerlifting, <laughs> I can help you out. Yeah. Um, so thanks again, Mike. Um, yeah, of as course, always, thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. As always, guys, thanks again for listening to Training Room Talk. Please um, share um, and um, – we, we love that you guys listen. So um, again, until next time, guys, thanks.